Welcome to Universal Beings with me, Michelle Vickers, where I never know what I'm going to talk about, but I do know I'm always going to learn something new about myself as a human being, something about the universe, and at least one thing that I can do to be a better human. So let's discover what the universe has to share with us today. First thing that uh, they want to talk about today is, you know, um, how we approach our our challenges. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because as, as human beings, we're taught to, um, approach challenges with a go get him tiger kind of attitude, you know, and, and to use momentum to keep us ramped up and, and, you know, to power through. And, uh, it's, it's interesting because, you know, it's that same energy that says, oh, so many things really that, that isn't in alignment with, with true human potential, but it is certainly in alignment with suffering. You know, that whole dramatic line of, oh, well, it worked for me. I did it myself, you know, and uh, why isn't it good enough for you? This, this line of questioning, this way of being is, it's running out, you know, the time for that to work is, uh, it's done now. And what that means is we don't have that as our go-to reaction anymore. And if it is still, you know, someone's go-to, it's not landing, it's landing on deaf ears and the energy isn't supporting it anymore. Um, because we're no longer in survival mode. Crazy, right? Especially considering what the world looks like right now. Um, and, and, you know, most people are in survival mode, but as a human race, we're not in survival mode. You know, we're in awakening mode, which is fundamentally different. So awakening mode is methodically going through every single part of you, every single thing that you do that works, every single thing that you do that doesn't work so that you can enhance the things that are working and you can evict the things that aren't, you know, let them move out so that you can bring new things in that are going to work. And this is everything. This is from you know, the people and relationships in your life to dynamics in, in yourself. This is, um, you know, different. It could be clients or work bosses, coworkers, children, family members. It doesn't matter. What matters is that it's really important to understand the difference between survival and awakening and transformation. So, you know, it's tricky because there's a lot of lingo out there. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of misinformation, you know, um, there's been so much spiritual movement and, and awareness for so many years, but it has been, you know, that the 2% on the sidelines of 2% of humanity on the sidelines who were doing it sort of covertly or, um, doing it, you know, exaggeratedly, but, it's been a constant need to the people who are offering it tend to need to feel the need to constantly prove themselves. But the other side of that is that 
when you approach something with the need to prove yourself, the other side typically will resist. So, you know, and, and they resist just on, just on pure principle. Okay. And that is a dynamic of survival mode. Okay. And what that means is there's only one way to look at something and either you're, it's either black or white and you're going to be on the black train or the white train. Okay. And survival mode says, I am not interested in looking at anything other than the way I see it. And if you don't see it my way, I need to either convince you to see it or I don't want you in my life. Okay. That's survival mode. And typically it's, it's a black and white scenario. And, and to be honest with you, neither, neither of the black or the white are actually based on truth. They're based on one perspective or another. Okay. Awakening or spiritual um, perspective and mode is there is only one truth and you are becoming aware of it. Okay. And that's really as a human race, that's where we are right now. And it's why so many people are having to come to terms with so many parts of themselves almost overnight, which it can be really intense and really overwhelming. But the good thing is, is that right now the entire universe, you know, has our back. It has everyone's back. And it's important to understand that the difference between awakening and survival, because, you know, to the common person, and if you weren't looking for a deeper understanding, you would, you wouldn't even recognize that those are two different things. And you wouldn't recognize that the black and white perspectives are survival mode, right? You would think that that's, you know, being able to make a choice, right? It's, it's kind of like the education system. It's based on black and white. This is, you do this, you don't do that. You do that, you don't do this. And it's so ingrained in our society because we went through a phase where, you know, we, we didn't, and this is like a thousand years of phases, right? Thousands and thousands of years going through this phase of humanity has lost the ability to not only recognize who we are and what we're capable of and what we were created to experience and do, but you can't do any of that if you don't recognize that who you are and you existing has value. So that's the foundation, right? Your self-worth is the foundation with which any transformation can build upon, right? So right now, what we're doing is we're going through each, you know, each one of these podcasts, each, each, you know, exercise that they're asking you to do, it's very strategically laid out so that if you follow from episode one, right through to now and keep going and you just do all of the, the exercises in the way that it's laid out, they're super simple. But what happens is you start to look at yourself in a different way. You start to look at your experiences in a different way. And then naturally you start to look at the people around you in different ways. And this is the magic part because when you, hmm, when you're able to really and truly 
recognize just how amazing you are, that's when you're going to start to have more faith in your efforts, but you're going to have the courage to go out and try new things, right? Because it's very, very rare that you'll find someone who has no faith in themselves that they're going to try something new, right? And what I mean by trying something new, this doesn't mean go out and, you know, create something and, you know, it's not rocket science that you're going to go out and, and, and shift and, and move into. It's about awakening to truth. That's what we're talking about today is your ability to understand that who you are is the result of, gosh, of an intention by a creator being trillions and trillions of years ago, who then allowed that vision to continuously evolve. And, And every single time, you know, one aspect was participated in, he would learn that there was something else that was needed. And then he would learn there was something else that was needed. And he'd go do that and then something else. And it continued to evolve until it came time to create the experience for human beings and then human beings themselves. So, you know, it's important that you understand that that's obviously a very, very crude and simple explanation of the creation process, but that is the creation process. It is that simple. And right now, what we're working towards with all of humanity, this is, this is what's going on on a universal level, is every single human being is being given the opportunity to go through that creation process again so that all beings step into the energy of being awakened, conscious human beings. Okay? That's why we're going through this. That's why, you know, that's why you're here. That's why your soul knew that the, that the gifts and the, the value that you have to offer would be viable now at this time, you know, that you would have the experience, experiences that you need to offer others. But more importantly, you would also be getting the experiences you need to evolve your own existence because you cannot contribute to universal evolution if you're not participating in your own personal evolution, okay? Super important to, you know, understand that fact. And and it goes back to a lot of the time where we talk about, you know, you cannot love another human being if you don't love yourself, right? You can't, you can't have compassion for another human being if you don't have it for yourself. It's the same dynamic. You can't help another human being unless you help yourself. So if you're in the, in the mindset of black and white and thinking that what you're doing is helping and helping and helping, but if you're struggling, I can tell you that all you're doing is passing on the opportunity to struggle to someone else. You're not actually helping them. And, you know, this is a big, huge part of our society is, you know, there's a a lot of people that are constantly looking for a leg up, right? They want, they want a helping hand. Um, And when people offer that helping hand, 
you're contributing to them continuously needing the helping hand instead of learning how to do it for themselves. And interestingly enough, um, in the bigger picture, and we, we, we zoom out again and see that that pattern is also playing itself out on a universal level right now. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are really, I'm going to, I'm going to I'm going to use the word struggling because this is the energy that I'm feeling. It's it's very shaky energy. It's very um you know, I'm seeing people that are just sort of hiding in in alleys and big cities and they're just they don't know if they should look this way or that way. It's very back against the wall um struggling. And mostly they're struggling with the concept of needing to do more and needing to be more. And what happens is when you accept that that is your truth, it means that you also have to accept that in order to get to the other side, you're going to have to participate in a different way. And, you know, as, as a society, but also, you know, the human race, we are, um, we're really good at justifying why things happen and why things shouldn't happen. But we're also really good at covering up all of the things that other people do so that they don't have to have the experiences they need. So they'll stop doing them. And, you know, right now, we're being faced with the fact that who we thought that we were being isn't as pure as we imagined. And for a lot of people, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. And the reason it's a hard pill to swallow is because of the, the stigma and the dynamic that this whole society embodies that, that judgment and that jealousy and that anger. And that's what we're going to work on this week. Okay. Is starting to recognize your value and the fact that your value exists because you exist. Okay. Because when you are able to do that, you're now going to be able to offer that gift to other people, which ultimately is the goal, right? So that's very cool. So we're going to start with, you know, really understanding the dynamic between your, your soul nature, okay, and your life here. Okay, so it's, it's thinking back, and typically it's in the years from seven years old, eight years old, and nine years old. This is typically when you really start to remember your experiences, okay? And you really start to naturally gravitate towards certain behaviors, okay? So, um, and you're, this, yes, a lot of your behaviors and your nuances, okay, and the way you do things are determined socially, right? Either by your parents and, 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 um, your parent, whoever your parents or guardians 
um, are, a lot of that is, is determined in that situation. However, there are certain things that you will naturally gravitate towards because it just feels right for you and you just know. It's, it's interesting, you know, some people just, just know. Um, I have a good friend of mine and she just, for her, it was, she just always wanted to be a mom. That was, you know, that was her thing. And, and it was, it's really cool because she is always, so she, and then of course, as she went through her life, she gravitated towards childcare. She gravitated towards, um, you know, different, different aspects in childcare, which is fascinating because for her, that's right in alignment with being a mother. Um, for me, it was always teaching for me. I was, you know, I was the oldest of all my siblings and I was the one who was always, I wanted to be the teacher and it's, um, it's just, it's part of who I am. It's not. And, and I also had all these visions when I was younger of just, you know, welcoming people into a space, into a physical space. Um, and at the time I would just, I would always envision it. I would feel it. I would see it, you know, along with having all the conversations I was having at that age. But, you know, it's important that you start to look. So in the last exercise, we looked at, you know, going through our experiences and looking at all of our challenges and then being able to, to see where there was a lesson, right? Now I want you to go back and look at all of your experiences and see if there's a line that connects. It doesn't, and like I said, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be complicated being a mom, being a teacher. It doesn't have to be, and, and for me, <laughs> right, um, I am an educator, but in a different way than mainstream, but education has always been there. And that's, that's the point. And, and, and then, of course, it's my, you know, job as I evolve to become more aware of what that's going to look like and, and following the energy of, yep, that feels right. No, that doesn't. And continuing for like, when I first started getting into this part of the journey, I would, I would try modalities and, um, you know, I wanted to, to learn different modalities. And then, uh, I wanted to learn about meditation and then I, I became a yoga teacher. And so I did all of those things and it was fine. But then I started to it, because I followed all of them, it's, a, it's what allowed me to go deeper, but then it also allowed me to recognize, okay, that was really cool. This was okay. This was awesome. I want to go deeper into this. And, and it's by following the instincts that allows you to go deeper. Because before that, I wasn't in education at all. My career started in customer service and operations management. And that's what I did for the first 15 to 20 years. And then I got into textiles and I got into <laughs> interior design and decorating. And, and it was, it was interesting, you know, and, and again, then I flip flopped back and forth between that and, and operations management. And it was all, you know, still learning 
about human behavior, how people interact, you know, and, and boy, you know, one of my, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where your life experience tells its own story. And it's not about needing to tell the story. It's about you recognizing what your story is, because it's your story that makes you valuable, right? But what is your story? How do you see it? How do you, and that's where I want you to think back, you know, go back to when you were seven, eight, nine, you know, think about what you were passionate about. What was your imaginative play? What were you, what was your go-to? Did you even have imaginative play? Maybe you didn't have it. What was your go-to on things to do? Okay. And were you playing role, a role or were you being very, um, very literal, you know, and, and did you have a passion already, you know, and that you just knew and that it wasn't something you've ever questioned because there's two sides to everything, right? The, and, and it's also recognizing that as you start to go through this journey and as you get more truth that you become comfortable with. So you're awakening more and more to the fact that there is, you know, only one truth and either you're willing to see it or you're not, right? Because there is no version of the truth, right? There's not his version and your version and my version and their version. The truth is the truth is the truth. It's a universal, it's written in the energy, something happened and it it's in the history of existence. It It, it is what it is. And it's about you being willing to see that truth or not, right? And it takes a lot less effort to be willing to see that truth than it does to pretend not to see it. Boy, oh boy. And there's so many different layers and levels of that, that, you know, we're going to go through over the next couple of years. And, and trust me, it is years because I mean, I'm still, gosh, I'm 13 years into this journey and it just keeps getting better. And, you know, I, I see more and you see more nuances and you see more of the I always think of it when I see it like this big, beautiful tapestry and I'm seeing new threads being woven in every single time. And, you know, those threads are, are the people, but they're the awarenesses. They're the, the aspects of existence. They're the aspects of conscious beings. They're the aspects of being human. And, you know, then there, there's some of them are the lies that I've told myself and, the, the people that I pretended to be and, and then there's the truths and it's really cool because whenever I see the truth, it's like my, my tapestry becomes more vibrant and more, more beautiful. And I just want to, I want to keep going. I want to keep weaving, you know, and, and there are days where I know I'm going through something because I don't want to see something and, or I'm fighting against it. You know, I was working on this new initiative um, over the last few weeks and, and I was working on it and working on it and everything started to, so work started to get like, it just, everything became harder than it needed to be and time becomes less. And then all of a sudden it, it laps over into my personal life. And, and, and then of course it, it laps over into my ability to just be connected. And, you know, it's, it's amazing because 
we do as human beings we get caught up in ideas and ideals of who we think we need to be and what we think we need to be doing and if we would just stop and relax and feel into the truth it's always right there you know what we need to do is always right there and if you just put your effort into that it's so much easier and it flows so much more and so and of course <laughs> i did uh pull my head out of where it decided it wanted to be stuck and uh I was able to see the truth and just pull back and refocus. And it's interesting because when you do that, the whole world opens up again and all of these new opportunities come in because they've been blocked because of, you know, my narrow focus, right? So that's really, you know, we're going to get to that place of being able to pull yourself back and pull yourself out of wherever your mind and brain and head want to be stuck. But for the most part, right now it's about starting to recognize that not only do you have value but starting to see where it is so looking back to you know when you're seven eight nine you know you can even go up to 12 whatever it is it doesn't matter and if you don't have any memories from that part of your childhood find another part it's all good it's okay you know it's it and then start to look through all of your life you know your teens and see who you were being you know, for me, I was at uh, lunch and recess. I was um, sitting on the side of the soccer field, having conversations with kids who their parents just got divorced, you know, and I was talking them through it. I didn't know at the time that I was getting insights and awareness and information that those children needed to hear. And I was sharing it with them. I was just talking to a friend and I don't remember anything that was said after, you know, that was my typical recess, but I didn't know that it was part of who I was meant to be. So it's starting to look back, starting to think so that you can start to put your story together because it's the pieces of your life that once the story is there, then you can start to go, oh, I can see now. Okay, this is really cool. But you can't see it until you see it. I know that sounds ridiculous, but ultimately it is about, it's about seeing it, you know, and, and, they're also showing me, you know, as we, as we get closer here, okay, and as we start walking through this journey, and we've been going through it together, you know, the more that you start to value yourself, the more that you start to respect yourself and, and really see who you are and what you have to offer the world is, it's going to encourage you to naturally become this more evolved being more awakened being and as you awaken to yourself you're going to want to share that right it's and you know you don't have to share everything you don't have to say all the things but you're going to want to tell people because it's exciting and it feels good but also because it's who you are and it's the truth and you don't want to hide it anymore okay and it's important to understand that other people are not going to want to hear it. Okay. And there's an amazing quote actually in the alchemist. I love that book. Um, and it, it says, you know, when you have great value within you and you tell other people about it, or you, it's either within you or you hold it. Um, and, and you have it and you tell others about it. Most people won't believe you. And, you know, it's, um, we're seeing it all over right now, especially with, 
you know, the current, the current set, uh, gosh, just, I want to say across the board, it's, it's everywhere. You can see it, you know, truth is there to be seen and people don't want to see it. They don't want to see it because it makes them uncomfortable. They don't want to see it because it's going to make them question themselves and who they are. Uh, they don't want to see it because if they admit to seeing certain truths, it means they have to go back and look at the entire basis of their, their entire life. And, you know, you think about it that way. It does help me um, to have a bit more compassion for, for these people when I'm, you know, when I'm talking to them or when they're, when I'm seeing someone act very aggressively or very poorly um, in a very not so nice way. You know, it helps me have compassion for them. But again, the compassion doesn't mean that I need to feed their behavior. Okay, so it's not going back to what we were talking about earlier, how, you know, it's black and white, and I need you to see it my way, or supporting someone who's not wanting to see it. The reality is, if, you know, if someone doesn't want to see the truth, and they're fighting against it, like, if someone is attacking another person, it's because they're not comfortable in themselves. Okay, so it doesn't matter what side you're on. Okay, so we can take the vaccine um, vote as an example right now. It doesn't matter if you're pro or anti. It doesn't matter at all. It's about recognizing that when you make a choice that feels right for yourself, that's all that matters. If you're feeling the need at any point to reach out and give someone your opinion with the intention that they're going to change their mind to see it your way, you are attacking, period. And that goes with everything and anything, right? If you're having a discussion with someone that you love, a family member, your partner, a coworker, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. If you're going in to try and prove yourself, it's because first and foremost, you don't believe in yourself because if you believed in yourself, you wouldn't have to prove. And second of all, it means that you're ultimately energetically attacking them, right? So proving is, I need you to see this. And, and energetically, it's like that, that knife that's going, eh, 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 right? It's like digging in there. It's trying to get in and, and, and make that point, right? If you're approaching things by needing to make a point, you're attacking. And it means that it's just a, a reflection of your discomfort with who you are. So as you go through this week, you know, and you're, you're looking at your childhood and you're starting to see that the, 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 the tendencies that you gravitated towards, you know, what were you passionate about? What did you love? What did you want to play all the time? Okay. And then what I also want you to do is start to notice how much you judge 
other people. This will be fun. So every time, excuse me, whew, every time you have a thought that involves another human being, your job to, is to notice if it's a judgment. And a judgment is needing that person to be anything other than who they're being because it doesn't fit your idea of who they should be. Okay, that's, it's, it's tricky. Um, but it is important to understand how programmed your brain is to judge another human being for their perspectives. Because if you're doing that, that is what you're saying to the universe. This is the currency I'm using. Give me more of that. Which means you're going to be attracting a whole bunch of people. Guess what? Who judge you. So this is a twofold kind of week. It's going to be intense because it's a lot to look at in one week. But I also feel like, you know, we're up to the challenge. You know, if you've been going through this, you, you understand and you really realize the value in seeing more truth all the time. And, you know, these two truths are going to lead to more information. And the more information you get, the more awakened your conscious awareness becomes, right? That's what awakening is. And, you know, it's, it's, you can look at it however you want. It could be this giant spiritual revelation and that's awesome. You know, it could also be, it's just who I am. And that's awesome too. It, it doesn't matter, but it's about you deciding what it is for you, what it means to you. And most importantly, who it means that you're going to be in the world today tomorrow and the next day and the next day because who you be today is what you're attracting tomorrow what you want today and what you work towards today is what you're going to experience tomorrow that's how the universe works that's how the exchange of of energy and consciousness works so if you're working towards discovering what you're meant to be doing with your life you know who you were created to be and what gifts you have that you you know are so valuable at this time and 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 now it's about understanding what those gifts are and how to bring them out of you and how to cultivate them and how to feed them and nurture them and nourish them so that they can continue to grow so that you can share them with others that's how i've had to do this you know, it's, it's been going for 13 years on a conscious level of what, of the person that I was for the 35 years before that. So it's all about recognizing that at this point in your journey, it's about allowing yourself to become better than you ever thought possible in spite of what everyone else has to say. That's where we are right now. It's that, it's that two-step process that you're seeing the truth and allowing yourself to be better than you ever thought possible and you're doing it in spite of what other people think because you know it's true no matter how uncomfortable it makes them. You know, when I tell people that I'm working on this journey and I'm going to be the first human being at this time in our conscious evolution who's going to restore my human, my full human potential, it, it, 
a lot of people will fight back, right? It's that, well, I have, you know, I've reached my potential. You've definitely had a lot of success, but this is a whole different level of reaching human potential. This is the potential and the level that human beings were created to access. I'm only nine years in. I've still got seven or eight years to go of this one aspect of my beingness. And it's like I said, it's been nine years of learning. And I've been on this journey consciously for 13. So I was four years before that of learning how to do all kinds of things that I do, which again, it goes to understand that my gifts and the abilities that I have and the things that I do, I had to learn how to do them in lives that came before this one so that when I showed up in this one, I knew how to do them because they support me with my goal for this life, which is restoring my full human potential and then ultimately helping humanity, right? You can't help others until you do it yourself. And that's the interesting thing is you see a lot of people out there saying, this is what I do and this is how I help other people, but they haven't actually done it themselves and, you know, or saying that they've done it, but they haven't actually done it. So it's being, you know, super selective. But again, those things are all written in the truth. And once you learn how to feel into the truth, how to access truth, nothing can stop you because no one can lie to you. You can't lie to yourself. And you're constantly on a train of becoming more conscious because you're always focused on not only accessing truth, but using that awareness of that truth to propel you forward time and time and time again. You know, the amount of time as human beings that we spend propelling ourselves backwards over and over again, the amount of energy that we waste pretending that we aren't something that we are, you know, or that we don't want to see something that's really going on. It causes so much turmoil in your own life, you know, and, and then it spills over into those other aspects if you let it get that far. And, you know, it's our responsibility as human beings to, to wake up, to realize that we have way more potential than pretending we don't see something or working really hard to not see something. Because when you do see it, man, oh man, not only do you thrive, but everyone around you thrives. And it just works towards becoming a better human being. And that's always the goal, right? That's it. I mean, if you're listening to this, that's your goal. <laughs> you know, it's not for everybody, but it's certainly, it's certainly a choice. It takes a lot of effort and it's not for everybody. But man, oh man, when you experience it over and over and over again, every single time you see more truth, it's, it's the best roller coaster ride you'll ever be on. It's phenomenal. And the rewards are extremely abundant. Thank you so, so much for listening this week, you guys. I appreciate every single one of you. If you have any questions or any comments, I'd love to hear them. Uh, you can find me at michellevickers.com and you can also find me on Facebook at Restoring Human Potential. Thanks so much. Talk to you next week. Bye.